Hello, and welcome to Octet, a podcast about sound in video games. I'm Noel. I'm Nathan. And today we're talking about Final Fantasy XVI. Nathan Plan, what do you think of Final Fantasy? It's really good. I am quite happy about it. I've been waiting um, a while. I think the first trailer came out a few years ago, or the first kind of like we heard about whispers of it a few years ago. Um, and yeah, I've been very excited. And it has met my expectations, so I am I'm happy. Nice, nice. What is uh, what is Final Fantasy? Give us the Final okay. Fantasy overview, All right? Yeah, yeah what gonna, a question. I'll try to summarize. <laughs> I'll try to summarize the thing that is Final Fantasy. So. Final Fantasy is a long-running um, Japanese role-playing game JRPG series originally created by Square, later Square Enix. Um, the first one came out, for, I think, for like the Nintendo Entertainment System, um, and uh, there have been 16 entries in it. Um, they vary wildly in setting and like systems and combat and story they are all for the most part totally unrelated to each other like each one is a totally separate universe from the other one like characters always different setting is almost always different there will be references to things and kind of musical things I'll bring in or certain like um, names and things like that. So there's certain elements that I think make like a Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, but they are all wildly different, which as a series is it's really weird to be a fan of because like everyone has very different opinions on what their favorites are because Final Fantasy six is like a totally, totally different game than like 12 Mm -hmm. or something would be right. Um, And 16 is the latest Final Fantasy uh, entry. It is notable for being like the first mainline like entry that's like pretty much just an action game at this point. Like 15 leaned pretty heavy into action, but there was still a decent number of like RPG systems and things going on mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Um, 16 is really just a character action game like there's not a ton of stuff going on in there so it's been kind of divisive um but yeah that's... have there been other like real time strategy feeling final like final fantasy games or is it usually turn-based so yeah i guess i'll give a genre breakdown so the first six are <laughs> were all um kind of classic sort of like turn-paced like jrpgs Mm -hmm. um they had like some like real-time elements in them where like you had like time would be like passing in battles and so like you like as how fast you could like select the menu but like under the hood it was also kind of like you know characters taking turns hitting each other you'd select commands and they would do the thing right um and then they were all kind of like top down 2d i was one through six um and then after that, they kind of all get weird and different from each other in bigger ways. Seven was like 3D. Um, it was still turn-based. Um, so it was eight and nine and ten. Um, mm-hmm. All that, Some of them had different levels of like action combat things going on in them. Eleven was an MMO. <laughs> Twelve was like not even a turn-based game. It was like you programmed your party members in like this overworld um, and like they auto-attacked where you could like select commands for them. So it also kind of felt like combat-wise like an MMO. Nice. Yeah. Thirteen was like another 
was the most action it got where like instead of giving commands you would like basically switch up like the roles on your party actively in combat and they would kind of just do their own thing so it was like you were like creating these like team comps that you would like switch between on the fly to like do damage and mm. things 14 was another mmo <laughs> 15 was like more of a kind of more of an action game and now 16 is like just straight up an action game so gotcha. um they've all varied wildly um in kind of you know the gameplay aspects of them but there are a few things that are consistent across almost all of them i think if you were to ask like a fan today like what makes like a final fantasy final fantasy um there's like recurring like enemies that you'll see and like monsters in most of them they've kind of like built up sort of a database i guess of like monsters they draw from and reuse and everything yep. um giant there's usually things you can chocobos right around yeah chocobos. giant chickens chocobos yes mm-hmm. um chocobos are a staple moogles little mm. like kind of palm guy little like fluffy guys little like pom pom thing on their head yeah do they have um, wings do those have wings sometimes they yes always yes, i think so i don't i don't know if always that doesn't matter but yeah, yeah, I know they definitely have before. Yeah. Um, the currency is usually called Gil. Yeah. G-I-L. It's a good name for um, a fantasy money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music uh, is pretty consistently great. I would say that like if there's like one series in games that I think you could say has always had consistently great music that like, you know, the games have maybe been up or down over time but like the music's always been good and all of them. i'd say final fantasy has been like the most consistent one there they've always focused very heavily on it square enix has done like a bunch of concerts for them you can like if you go to their website like their store there's so many just like vinyl collections and like cd like things they've done and like recordings and all these things you can get they lean pretty heavily into it yeah, so yeah um, it feels like there's a fandom like strictly around the music if nothing else like people like the music yeah and they're like oh i didn't like this game and this game and this game but no one no one seems critical of the music yeah i'd say there's definitely i think because the genres have sort of shifted over time like the gameplay and story and everything's so different the fans everyone has their own ones that they like but i think yeah, universally almost everyone can agree that like the music across all of them has been pretty consistently pretty consistently great mm-hmm. um yeah i so. feel like there is there is a lot of sound of, i guess I, I haven't played nearly as many as you i played both of the mmos briefly more the uh, 14 a little bit more um but i've like seen gameplay and stuff and i i think that there is a lot of commonality in like menu sounds and stuff too like the clicking kind of like bright chung 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 like as you like move around menus is all pretty consistent it just it feels very like old game e like it's loud it's in your face it's kind of kind of like zelda it feels a lot like zelda in how the menus hit um and like i don't know yeah. like the start like when you hit the start button like from the title screen into gameplay like the kind of um big sweeping orchestral thing that always happens like there's some consistencies there yeah there's um, definitely um especially with those early entries they like you know the super nintendo and super nintendo ones they all had a kind of similar suite of like sound effects and things they would use for menus and they even kind of like kept that tradition i think going with like the later ones or like the menus are always very loud (laughs) in your face and when you've got like you know um you know when most of your combat and actions and gameplay is being done through like menus and things that then like the characters are acting upon which is like the jrpg thing like you know you want to make it 
feel very <laughs> like noticeable when you're selecting something when you are moving into a menu versus moving out of a menu like you know there's different sounds typically for well it depends on the game but like you know selecting into like all your spells when you're in battle is different than like you know moving up or down in like the spell list like, they might have like different you know sound effects and things going on there to to know what you're doing um and that's definitely something they've kind of kept going through all of them and um like 14 the latest mmo which we'll be talking a lot about later because it actually has a lot of important similarities to 16 um has a lot of like little callbacks and references to like some of those like little sound design and effects from those early ones like there'll be like specific like content that's meant to kind of like evoke like the legacy Final Fantasy stuff and they'll throw in like some like stupid like old timey sound effects and things into oh, it just cool. because yeah you know gotta lean into the nostalgia yeah so. no, let's let's just let's just get into it tell me tell me about how how is the music feeling in sixteen. Uh, the music in sixteen is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I think um, I think it's going to be divisive from a gameplay perspective because it's like very actiony and different than I think anything that's come before. But I think it will keep up the legacy of everyone agreeing that like the score is pretty great. Um, so sixteen uh, was largely, maybe entirely, composed by Masayoshi Soken. Uh, who is also the main composer from 14. Mm. Uh, And in fact, like the dev team for 16 is the same dev team for 14, Creative Business Unit 3 (laughs) instead of Square Enix, which is a great name for an internal dev team, Creative Business Unit 3. (laughs) Um, So uh, he has been composing, Soken has been composing music for 14 since it relaunched like 10 years ago um there's a whole history of 14 we could do an episode on 14 alone mm. because there's a ton of music in that game save that for another time maybe but long story short basically 14 is doing very well everyone quite likes it it's still getting content released for it so square basically handed off 16 to a lot of people from that team including Soken, because everyone likes his music in 14 for the most part um and uh yeah, so he has composed a lot of Final Fantasy music already, arguably more so than anyone other than like Nobuo Yumatsu, who was like the original composer for all of the kind of like classic entries because mm-hmm. he's done the music for Sokens and the music for like the base game of 14 and then like four expansions now, maybe five. I yeah. don't remember how many expansions we're on, but he's done a lot of music for it. So he's an experienced Final Fantasy composer and um, he pulled it off here. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. How do you think, like, do you think it's difficult for these composers to kind of like step into a franchise with as much, I don't know, you know, uh, reverence? for the score as like final fantasy as like how do you even how do you do that how do you make keep it yours or make it yours but also make it sound like a final fantasy game like is there is there much like difference in in how the soundtracks feel with and without him or do you do you feel like the goal has really just been to you know sound like final fantasy has always sounded so it's an interesting question because I think there's like it's it's definitely difficult. I think it, yeah to answer I guess your initial question yes I do think there's probably like some challenges and difficulty in approaching something like that where you've got you know 
when Sokin first, I think, stepped in, though, there had been 13 mainline Final Fantasies, not including, like, the, you know, 100 spinoff games and sidequels and all these other things that they've done. So it's, like, there's a lot of musical legacy to, like, uphold to. There's definitely, like, a certain, in my opinion, like, Final Fantasy sound but like the gameplay like because there's so such like variance in settings and gameplay and everything across them like i think there's some freedom there Mm -hmm. in like what the composers have done like you know even one through 13 there's definitely like differences across like some of the games because even up until 13 there have been different composers for some of the mainline entries you can kind of tell um you know that like uh, a good example of this was so they they released a remake of Final Fantasy VII um, a few years ago, which is like kind of the classic. Like everyone, Seven is like the most famous one, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a lot of the different composers. So the original composer was Nobuo Yamatsu, but they brought in a bunch of different composers who had like worked on the series to kind of like help fill out some of the track list and make some new stuff and do everything. And as I was playing through it, I could definitely tell like when certain tracks were being done by certain other composers who had done music and other entries in the game, just because I could kind of tell some of like their like flourishes or their like styles or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think because they'd all contributed music kind of to like the Final Fantasy canon, I guess it still all worked for me. It still all felt very like it fit um and so yeah i think there's definitely some legacy there they have to like uphold to yeah but because the series is so just open-ended in its design i think that kind of allows them some creative freedom which is exciting because you know they can take things and do some cool new stuff with them so uh a good example of that is um there are a few themes that tend to show up in every Final Fantasy game. Um, the most notable one would be the prelude, the Final Fantasy prelude. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go ahead and play for you the original Final Fantasy 1. Oh, nice. Yeah, this prelude, will be, this will be fun like. to hear. Yeah, kind yeah. of back to back. So let's, let's go back in time. So that that theme tends to show up in like almost every single game. Oh, nice! What a, what a yeah. fun use of the old NES sound capabilities. Yeah, and it's funny. It's like a pretty standard, almost like pop, like chord progression there too. Mm-hmm. Up until it kind of it shifts there towards the end. But um, for reference, here is Silken's, um rendition of that for sixteen. darker way darker and slower yeah Yeah. and i'd say so yeah darker and slower (laughs) is a good way um i'd say darker is kind of the um if i had to describe like the score maybe compared to a lot of the past ones i'd say that's pretty accurate and the game too like it's um it's rated m and it's a lot darker than a lot of the final fantasies that came before it is bloodier characters are swearing like oh, yeah. nice. they've never dropped f-bombs in a final fantasy like a mainline before until this one and they dropped them a lot so uh, wow <laughs> um it's not like edgelordy thankfully like it feels not like they're trying too hard which is good a fine balance there but um yeah it's definitely it's definitely there um and 
yeah, it's a definitely, it is a darker just approach to music in general. And so Sokin definitely plays with that. Um, you know, he's taking like, he, he kind of leans into the idea of like, let's take some of these older like themes that we have in most of them and fit them into the game here, which other Final Fantasies have done too. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, he very much um, is a fan of like taking um, themes and light motifs and things and like remixing them and reusing them. He does that a ton in 14, does a lot in 16 as well. So yeah, nice. um, like that prelude, that overture that you hear that like he references that and uses that like at a bunch of different moments in the story. It kind of plays over this like opening cutscene where there's this kind of like war battle happening. Oh, cool. Um, and he kind of remixes it again and it's like it kind of sets the tone because it's playing like this kind of usually typically kind of uplifting like Final Fantasy intro but it's darker and now it's being set to people kind of getting like slaughtered on this battlefield and being much bloodier and darker than what we're used to in Final Fantasy so it's like oh okay that's what we're that's what we're doing here got it does it feel does it ever feel like I don't know corny at all or just like cheesy i feel like we've, there was a trend for a long time maybe it's still going on where we'll do like movie trailers and stuff and they'll take like some 80s rock song and like make it all slow and dark and then make it the theme for their thing do you feel that that is happening here at all or does it does it hit pretty well i think it hits pretty well mostly because the story thankfully doesn't feel like try hardy or like edgelordy to me mm-hmm. <laughs> so like the music tends to fit and even though like overall it's darker there's definitely still like you know there's plenty of like not like it's not always just like minor keys sad music like you know strings and there's like some uplifting moments there's kind of some like good moments of respite and things um yeah it, it has a nice balance and i think like I'm going to avoid talking too much about the story if I can, just mm. because like that, that's the main thing most people play these for. But um, this might help kind of set the scene a little bit. I can talk, I'll talk about kind of the opening bits like that's been in the demo. It's been out for a while, like the first couple hours, maybe. Okay. So like um, demo spoilers incoming, nothing past demo, the demo. spoilers. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to spoil, I think the end of the demo, which sure. is like maybe the biggest spoiler, but Oh, cause I don't, I want people to witness what's happening. But the setup for this game is that you play as Clive, um, who is the, prince um of this like kingdom and this very like game of thrones ish setting um there's like multiple nations all kind of doing some political things trying to kind of vie for control of these crystals mm-hmm. another final fantasy thing that's in every final fantasy there's always crystals crystals usually have some kind of magic thing that people need so that's what it's like soul here. stones in in diablo there's oh we always yes. gotta trap trap something in a soul stone every there's single always time. soul stones there's yeah. crystals there's spirits there's something inside yeah. the crystals there's magic whatever yeah, yeah. um yeah you play as clive um and for various reasons, you find yourself kind of um, in the opening behind enemy lines on this big battlefield going to assassinate um, one of the um, dominants of a um, of an icon, which is like these like summons, summons is another Final Fantasy thing. There's like these repeating like bosses or like monsters that you can like summon into your to attack with or into your party or whatever. And in this universe, there are like certain people who are like imbued with like the spirit essentially of those summons that mm. can like 
turn into them and then be very valuable for like a battlefield, um, for like a battle or for a war. And so you are sent behind enemy lines to like to assassinate one of those. Yeah, yeah. And it flashes back to like your childhood, like where you're kind of, you know, this prince with your father and your younger brother and, you know, a bunch of shit goes down eventually. And, you know, it goes off the rails from there. But like, yeah. you know, you are assassinating people. There's like war crimes happening <laughs> on a regular basis. It's, um, it's pretty dark, but like, you know, as you, it starts off and sets the tone in a very kind of like dark moody way, but it does, it eventually kind of turns into sort of a more typical kind of globe trotting nation trotting final fantasy where you're kind of, you're meeting new people and doing quests for people. And you know, you've got, you've got a dog who's your friend. And, you <laughs> yeah. Know, it, it, it doesn't get too grim dark like the whole time. It, it just sets a good, a good tone from the beginning. Nice. Nice. Is there, so like, I'm curious more about kind of just the, the continuation of, themes more and like you know their their use is it does it seem almost like pervasive like it was almost every track you're like oh it's it's kind of repeating the same thing we expect to hear you know from this like the overworld theme or whatever or is there has there been a moderate amount of new original stuff so the bulk of the music um in this game is all new Mm -hmm. uh new themes new things you know composed for for it in particular, there's definitely Soken's a big fan of the light motif, so like you'll hear kind of that um, that like run from like the prelude or kind of that like theme that plays underneath that like running line in the prelude and like a lot of songs. Um, but outside of that one in particular, mm-hmm. it's basically net new um, net new music. Now, one thing that he will do a lot of is he will still reuse um like motifs and phrases um from certain tracks in other ones like across the entire soundtracks like the battle theme is a really good example of that i'll play kind of the standard one quick for you i have to actually get to like the melody because that's the part you'll hear elsewhere oh yeah yeah yeah. for sure Where these strings come in is kind of like the melody. Gotcha. Okay, so that like string line is the thing that you'll hear elsewhere. So like, for example, You'll also hear that in like one of the boss themes, like it kind of just takes that same phrase. It has its own things going on outside of it, but he'll reference that same kind of phrase. So this one jumps straight into that string line. It's so much more. It's so much more intense. Like yeah. the, the the melody is way more intense. Yeah. So, um, mostly all new music, mm-hmm. but he definitely like will take 
those motifs that are present in certain tracks and like repeat them across a bunch of other ones, which is something that he does a ton of in 14 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe sometimes to a fault. <laughs> like there's, there's been um, like, there's been like expansions he's done for that game where he's like taken a theme and kind of used it in like, like remakes like 10 versions of yeah. it and like thrown it into like a bunch of scenarios and like sometimes when it's a really good foundation of a theme you can kind of rework it but sometimes it's been a little iffier where I'm like this maybe feels like we're trying a little hard to like fit a very you know like kind of low key theme into like something that's more upbeat or doesn't always work but um right. I'd say he's struck a good balance so far from what I've played with 16 in using um, those themes well for like characters um, he'll reference kind of like how like a similar you know usually like kind of phrase or theme playing for each character that you know maybe they're having like a sad emotional moment and they'll play some music there but then you know if they're in battle or having like a big duel with someone it'll come in and be you know much more epic and the battle theme um, I think it took a page from 13 here where Final Fantasy 13 rather where like the main character sort of theme is also the battle theme. I don't know for that for certain because none of the tracks are released yet, so I don't know the names of any of them, but a lot of emotional moments with Clive seem to kind of reference that that same kind of phrase I use in battles and boss fights and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, they do a good, he does a good job with it here, and I'm excited to hear more. Yeah, what I thought was interesting in, in listening to, like, the the battle music or just, the, you know, the, the more upbeat stuff is, like, the, the tracks seem more dynamic than a lot of um like western game music pieces tend to be like even the battle theme will like it'll kind of like lighten up and go, get get a little soft and melodic and kind of be uh i don't know a little bit gentler kind of almost feels like like a song in a ballet or something is what a lot of these feel like it's kind of like super intense and there's like some little light part where everything's light and there's it is like watching gameplay like that it always does feel a little bit weird because like oh this feels like like we're still like going crazy especially in like an action game like this where it's not turn-based and just like all this stuff's going on it's like oh but we're having a nice little light jaunt where like the high strings or the flutes or something are like playing the nice little melody and it's like okay back in with like all the low strings and gets all percussiony and heavy again um does that feel weird like you get that vibe does it feel a little funky playing it or does it all feel pretty pretty natural i'd say 16 tends to do a pretty good job of like you know escalating the music and they throw like boss fights and stuff in particular at kind of key moments like they're they're able to be more dynamic with it than they are in like the mmo you know for example sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah but there's definitely been a couple moments in a boss fight where like something like very big is happening or I'm in the middle of like a kind of crazy combo or like cuts to like a cutscene like mid fight or they're like the kind of low key part of the song is playing mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that this feels maybe a little a little strange but um yeah it's <laughs> it's it's definitely a, a little different than I think what we sometimes hear in like more like Western, like especially like action games. It's not, I don't think as typical. Um, yeah. Is that, yeah. I, I feel like that, I feel like that, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that is the case for like all, you know, like Japanese or Eastern games in general. Like I'm thinking of like uh, Zelda. We talked about it a few weeks ago. I don't, I don't feel like it really does that quite as much. I feel like it kind of st- like the battle songs are, They'll like lighten up a bit. They'll kind of like, but they just, it doesn't feel like it's like taking a breath. 
quite as much as as a lot of these and I, I think this has kind of been a thing yeah, for the past few games I remember it in like the MMO and stuff as well you'd be in like some big boss fight and you're like oh okay now we're like the boss is like doing his crazy thing and screeching his head and whatever it's like oh but we're like listening to the kind of like all of the again like the percussion has stopped at the same time on the on the thing which again like I think is, is probably tricky like it's probably a little bit tricky as a composer to be like okay you've got to be like super one note and there can't be any like um dynamic not just in like that traditional dynamic but also in like the feeling of this song it's got to always be on so i understand why they make those things or make those kind of decisions um but yeah i don't know i just thought it was it was something noteworthy um yeah i think yeah i think that like maybe one of the reasons that i think final fantasy's music has sort of endured and been so like people tend to remember it so well and stick in their head well a because it's jrpgs they're each like 100 hours long Mm -hmm. but b like you know i think a lot of the music throughout the series does tend to kind of have those like peaks and valleys and kind of be composed a little more melodically and a little more you know there's like the intense moments and it kind of backs off and it comes back in again and it doesn't always maybe line up with like the gameplay but I think that that does tend to help it feel a little more memorable. Like you kind of, you're anticipating like the battle themes across Final Fantasy games always kind of have that moment that everyone will like, you might draw out like a battle a little bit longer for it just so you can get to because it's like the moment where it kind of hits, right? Yeah, and it's right, like, right. people really like that. Um, like the battle theme for this game we just play, you know, it takes like a minute before the, the actual like string section comes in, right? It's just kind of percussion for the first minute almost mm-hmm. of it. Um, and you know, like it's exciting, I guess, when I'm like mid battle and I'm like about to like you know finish it off, and then suddenly it's like, all right, the strings are here. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll back off a little bit so I can hear the, the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything like <laughs> dynamic going on? We talked about this in Zelda a little bit. How like the mm-hmm. the sound will kind of respond, the music, I guess, will kind of respond to like what you're doing and like drop percussive hits like when you hit the enemy or the enemies hit you and stuff like that is there any of that going on or does it really feel like just more traditional like okay here's the piece we'll kind of drop it in and it like will loop seamlessly until the thing ends and then it'll wrap up so i watched uh, an interview that easy allies did with soken and a few other people from the 16 dev team just about like what they could do music wise with this that he was like excited with. And like you, I think one of the things he called out was like, yeah, it was like a single player game with like the engine we're using here. I was able to do like way more. It was like, I had a lot more freedom to kind of like play with that. And in playing the game, um, there, they definitely do some of the dynamic things where like, there'll be a theme playing as you are just like in an area and then if you like enter combat it'll like switch to the more like dynamic actiony version mm-hmm. of that theme that's cool um which is always fun i love that shit it's mm-hmm. like it's very i don't know I, I love hearing the like how they kind of dynamically switch between them i know it's not that technically complicated to do just you really have two themes playing constantly and you just adjust the volume sometimes as you're going between them but sometimes they do cooler things where it's like elements of the music will kind of kick in individually of one another i don't know if they're doing that necessarily like how technically involved it is in 16 but that's still a cool thing that does happen on occasion um i haven't noticed uh in just my gameplay like any thing where like 
you know, I do a certain attack and then like there's like a musical flourish that kind of like corresponds with it, which is something that like Zelda, you know, has done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it there's definitely they're definitely doing more than they could, I think, at least in 14. So there's like some cool, cool dynamic moments, um, moments in there for sure. I'm glad it's good. I'm glad it's not disappointing, even if it's a little bit kind of weird and takes the musical palette in a different direction uh it's a a whole it's a bold new final fantasy um yeah yeah it takes it a new direction there's there's a couple like cool little like things he does like he calls back to 14 specifically in a few instances oh cool i guess maybe minor spoilers for a fight you eventually do in 16 that is past the demo this is still from a moment fairly early on in the game the first few hours i would say it was mentioned in a lot of like previews and things, so I don't consider it a huge spoiler. But if you're trying to go in like mostly blind, um, then this is my spoiler warning for for the first few hours here. Um, this is the Garuda fight from Final Fantasy XIV. Very JRPG rock. But listen to that guitar part. Yep, and the bells. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Got it. I've got it suspended. And here is a track that plays in a similar moment in Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah, nice. The trombones and the brass in the bottom. Like the low brass. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, like, I think that kind of sums up how I, like, that that use of that is a good kind of just summary of how I feel about 16, where it's like, he's doing a lot of cool new things with the music. Um, it sounds, it it's remarkably similar to 14 in a lot of ways, and just kind of like the approach he's taking, and sometimes directly, like, referencing, like, little phrases and themes from, but um, largely it's like it's doing its own new thing and I think he's pulling it off very well yeah. I've got a lot of I've had the battle theme stuck in my head for days so oh good what I thought anytime was, a okay. Final Fantasy does that it's a it's a victory in my opinion what I thought was interesting is kind of like the, the the little trill that plays like when you defeat a boss or something it like is almost exactly the same um, it's like it's musical is a little thing but it's like it ends on a different chord. It's like puts it into a minor key or something, or it's like a sus four. Like something seems off about it. Like the da 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 da. But it doesn't go da da da. It goes like da da da. Like it kind of shifts back down. Um, yeah, the victory fanfare for yeah, like sixteen. You, you, de- you defeated something. Yeah, in sixteen, it kind of has this like darker thing going on. It's usually referred to the victor as the victory fanfare. Yeah, I found I found one. Oh, do you have one? Yeah, hold on. Let me find the original. So here's the victory fanfare from 4, Final Fantasy 4, classic, kind of the typical one. Is it the very, uh, yeah, it's like that, op- it's the opening trill of it. Yeah, that's usually, which I, every game will at least have that part. And yeah, it'll, but it's it'll like, switch it's extended. different though. It's different this time. Okay, and here is the victory fanfare from Final Fantasy 16. I 
like do you, like it's like there's like the lower notes are much louder and like the whole chord structure just seems way different like it's balanced differently yeah uh, yeah it's not quite as like neatly resolved yeah your your head in your head you're not here mm-hmm. it's, it's not that duh it doesn't end on like that neat mm, it's kind of like duh, that that root note is what where you feel like that chord is sitting um anyway that just that like like kind of synopsized it was it was you know showcase well like it's the same but a little different but a little different yeah Just a little different <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's yeah he does a lot of cool things i could like throw like little musical clips and examples at you there's like a boss theme that like references the kind of classic dun 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 dun, oh, dun, dun yeah, like yeah. final fantasy like baseline there's I, I think he's got other callbacks to 14 track and some of the other bosses and stuff, just like he did with like the Garuda fight there. Um, they're all over the place. We'd be here for like an hour, another yeah. hour if I were to play all of them for you, which I would love to do. I'd love to just continue talking about the music, but um, no, I think that's a good place to maybe wrap it up. It's good. It's exciting. I'm very much enjoying the score. I'm excited to, um, once the actual track list comes out somewhere digitally, I would love to kind of see the names of some of those tracks and kind of see like what's, you know, what's a character theme like officially and kind of what's, you know, like what's reused and what's kind of meant to be, you know, yeah. what he titles it and kind of how that fits into everything. But um, just from playing it. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. Nice, man. I'm, so. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, that's awesome. Should we do some minor updates quick? Let's do some minor updates. What's your minor update? Um, So I haven't been consuming too much like new media, but uh, Alex, my wife and I have been rewatching Lord of the Rings, the the original trilogy. And I've always like appreciated the music and stuff, but I feel like I'm paying more attention to it this time in this watch than I have historically. And man, did Howard Shore kill it especially in the fellowship like the first one that 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 movie does some thematic things with that score that are great um the thing that really stuck in my head was essentially the piece that plays like when the fellowship is setting out from rivendell does this really clever thing um where it kind of takes the old shire theme the hobbit theme whatever it's called and then it like puts it over this like kind of um it's like a, a, a root chord that is like not in the key that your head feels like that um you know melody should be playing over like it's, i think i think it's in there like the the note would be is like i don't know like the fifth or something so like it doesn't feel terrible but it's like not great um and it just kind of sits uneasily and then like it slowly like draws it out and then it converts to like the fellowship theme in that key that that root has been sitting on just like oh man it's so good um yeah i've got it queued up here if you want to listen you should yeah play a clip yeah it's like kind of ominous kind of scary it's intimidating right we're doing something scary It is a good job. Lord of the Rings, yeah, scores. That's the first time you hear you hear. That's the first time you hear the Fellowship theme with all of the instruments in it as well. Like that's the first time it actually plays is like kind of coming out of that old Shire 
theme like that they're all together yeah. and they're setting yeah. off together it's, so, so all the all yeah. the instruments are there yeah but and like yeah and there's bits of the movie too when they're like by themselves and like only like specific subsets of instruments are playing it's like oh this person is this instrument this person there's really good breakdowns and stuff um if you want to go find one but i don't know again i had nothing new no, it's just like that's where my head's been um they did some cool stuff yeah oh the diablo team also put out like a music like here's some things that went into the music of the game that's like if you're kind of if you've been following along it's good there is some more interesting dynamic stuff happening there with uh instruments in towns so things don't get repetitive they're like they have like midi tracks and they play them with different instruments so like they don't get old and there's that's a whole thing i recommend people check it out if they haven't yet that's nice just a double minor update just to close the loop on that from before <laughs> sorry you can't do two you're breaking all the rules sorry. <laughs> no they're both old they're awesome. both like uninteresting mm. things from many <laughs> moons ago no that's awesome i will check out i'm excited to check out the diablo stuff maybe we'll do a diablo retro yeah <laughs> in a while um awesome so my minor update um i'm also closing the loop on something from a few weeks ago i finished zelda tears of the kingdom and i have more thoughts on the score yeah lay it out man (laughs) um so i don't want to spoil i'm not going to spoil anything um because a lot of people are still playing that game um but after finishing it i will i think my thoughts on the score are largely the same as when we talked about it i think it's um, when it hits, it really hits. Uh, it's doing a lot. It's referencing a lot and just straight up using a lot of the same music from Breath of the Wild, which isn't bad because Breath of the Wild had a great soundtrack. Um, but it does play with it, like some of those themes in some cool ways. Uh, I do want to call out some of the like near end of the game, like areas um, have some really cool music that like call back to the older Zelda games in some really fun ways. Um, the final kind of like boss music and tracks i guess multiple multiple musics that play are all very 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 good very hype and there's one moment at the very 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 end of that game it's like one of my favorite things i've ever heard like a zelda game do that is just like a cool combination of music and gameplay and like it was very nostalgic and awesome and uh yeah it was really cool and I've been talking about anyone else who's finished the game. We're all like, that was really cool. So, um, yeah, Zelda, they did a good job. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I want to play Zelda. I'll get there. I'm, I'm excited. You probably it. should. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Like there. after finishing it might be the best game I played this year. So nice. it's, it's pretty great. Excellent. The music's good. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to me nerd out about Final Fantasy for for most of today's episode. I appreciate it. No, dude, it's good. I like how enthusiastic you are about it. Um, this is one of the only franchises that Nathan and I do not have in our overlapped area in the Venn diagram of our video game interests. So, yeah, I'm, I'm we're not all, as well aligned there. I'm all for it. But um, cool. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Um, let's see. You can find us on octetpod.com. Uh, you can find like a Discord link. We'll put a Discord link directly in the show notes as well. Uh, we're Octet Pod on all all social media. We could manage to grab that on, which is basically everything. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Till next time. Yeah, see you later. <laughs>